1: This is the Freddy and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. Happy Halloween from us to you. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together we are Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, X and Channel 80. And also that smart speaker of yours will play ESPN radio. We'll get to your calls in about eight minutes. In terms of what's the one thing that you did that you're surprised you got away with, we take your calls at 888-729-3776. Halloween candy time. Real quick. And it, this can go so many different ways. So, Harry, I'm going to start with you because like you, where we live, we know kids come to our house. What's the Halloween candy situation looking like that you're giving out to the kids who stop by and knock on your door, or ring your doorbell, and say trick or treat?
2: So I have full size Snickers, Mr. Good Bars, Hershey Bars. Full size. The Reese's um, little cup things. Yes. I'm, I'm, an, and I, I just sit the candy. I sit it on my porch, okay, and let the kids take it. See, I don't believe in a kid come up to my house. Here go one piece of candy. Nope, take as many as you want.
3: Good for you. Well, what if one kid takes the whole bowl?
2: Well, that, that, and
3: that's one fat that's, kid. That,
2: that's his decision.
3: <laughs> he got there first.
1: <laughs> it looks that's like a his... good
2: looks like a good decision to me. <laughs> what's the
1: What's the one candy you're not putting in the bowl?
2: Uh, I would say, what's that little almond, the little, that has the coconut in it? Almond Almond Joy. Joy. Yes, those. Oh, horrible.
1: They are horrible. What about you, Shannon? People coming to your house, what kind of candy are you giving out?
2: Oh, we got some Skittles. We got some chocolate stuff
4: as well. We do the bowl as well, but we also have a sign out saying, hey, be considerate of your neighbors. Good for you. Please
1: don't take too many. Yeah, I guess because we're so, like, candy conscious- we give out potato chips, of like the, the, the variety bag that you get from like BJ's and everything like that with the corn chips, potato chips, Doritos, Ruffles and everything like that. That's what we give out. We, Where y'all get it from? Be no nice try Costco that's where we get it from nice try Costco that's where- what <laughs> and I almost said it again I was like
2: nope Sam's hey yo Costco Walgreens so, so literally so CBS. my so my kids oh, wait we're gonna go trick or treating right at 7 o'clock my okay, what, kids, what are they dressed as Uh so my daughter's gonna be a chili. my wife used to cheer for the Hawks and the Falcons so right. My wife is going to be a to too, with my daughter. My son is going cool. to be Spider-Man. I'm okay. going to be Bane from Batman. So they're in Tremendous. there right now. I, I just went in there. They're fighting. They're making Halloween cupcakes. So my wife then threatened them right. three times and said, listen, we not going trick or treat no more. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> what they in here doing? What are they fighting about? They, they fighting each other. About what? About toys and stuff. <laughs> it's not they got Christmas. Their, they got their own toys, and they fight each other about each other's <laughs> toys. Unbelievable. <laughs>
1: This is your fault because they're both just like you. This is your fault. Your poor (laughs) wife.
2: This is just like... (laughs) So, God. so they're both in timeout right now at the moment. They, they should be, although
1: I don't think Harry ever was put in timeout. Even in timeout, he was devising a way to get out of that. I don't have <laughs> yeah. any doubt. Better believe that. it. Yeah, no doubt. By the way, the Philadelphia the 76ers, they had enough of the timeout call by James Harden. They gave him his wish. He is on his way to the Los Angeles Clippers. Blockbuster trade that happened today involving those two teams. He gets a chance to go back to his hometown. Check out Adrian Woznarowski, ESPN NBA insider. Before he had to break the trade – what he went through before breaking breaking century.
0: I was at Newark airport. I was getting ready to fly to LA to go out and be out with our NBA countdown crew this week and NBA today and was suggested to me to not get on a plane that you might be. It's always my worst fear with this job is you're in a plane and the wireless is spotty and you can't get to what you need to do. So I, so I sat in Newark airport, uh, watched the place close down and then almost start to reopen again.
1: So that's what Adrian Wojnarowski had to wait for. Before that, news was available. But I'll throw this question to you, Harry Douglas. When it comes to Philadelphia 76ers, are they more capable of winning a title now without James Harden?
2: And I got to be honest with myself and with listeners, it's going to be tough, number one, because you're in the Eastern Conference and you've got the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics. But I think everyone in that organization, the 76ers right now, they feel better about their basketball team at this moment right now mm-hmm. than they did 24 hours ago. So, I say that to say this. They're the third best team in the Eastern Conference uh, at this moment, and anything can happen, right? We just witnessed the Milwaukee Bucks lose to to a team, the Miami Heat, that was in a playing situation last year.
1: That's a good point. So,
2: there's a reason why you go out there and you play the game. So, anything can happen, but I think – as far as them as a team, from a team aspect, mm-hmm. they feel better about themselves, but also they're not done, I don't think, in making trades and acquiring someone else on this team for this team.
1: Yeah, it's funny you mention that because Adrian Woznarowski, ESPN senior, senior NBA inside, he was on Sportsman like early this morning with Evan Cohen, Chris Canty, and Michelle Smallman. And he says, This is the beginning when it comes to the 76ers. I
0: think a big part of this for the, for the Sixers, not taking back any future money. So they have a ton of cap space next summer uh, to go out in free agency or to have the assets to do a big trade, to bring in someone to play with Embiid. And they have the assets now to replace Harden at some point this season. They feel like they have enough draft capital that they got back in this trade, two first round picks, a pick swap, two second round picks. The, The key pick there, that's 2028 Clipper unprotected pick, which has a lot of value. Nobody knows how good the Clippers will be in 28 if this team will keep going or if this is a team without many young players you know could be in a rebuild by then but the Sixers all along wanted to be able to have the picks to go out and do another trade this season this
1: fortifies the Sixers when it comes to Joel Embiid not going anywhere he's staying in Philadelphia they're going to build pieces around him to me they're better equipped to bring a championship to Philadelphia than the Clippers are with James Harden bringing a championship to that organization for the first time whether it's this year next year or whatever year They're fortified a lot better, in my opinion, than the Clippers are, even though they got James Harden to go with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and Russell Westbrook in Los Angeles.
2: And I think one of the main factors in that whole ordeal when it comes to the Clippers is a health factor, right? Absolutely. Kawhi Leonard, is he going to be healthy when you get to playoff time? And not only when you get to playoff time, for the full duration of playoff time, because he, he came into this playoffs in you know, he started off very, very well. Yeah. And we thought the Phoenix Suns were probably going to be going down. And then next thing, you know, out of nowhere, boom, Kawhi Leonard is no longer playing. And then Paul George was still out, out at that time. And that's when you had a normal, Norman Powell step up and ball out like the last three games for the Los Angeles Clippers and Russell Westbrook show his promise or whatnot. But that's the big question mark for me. When I look at the Clipper side of things is, can these guys be healthy? And it's not just one guys, it's different guys, Paul George, Is Kawhi Leonard, is James Harden, is he going to get into his me, me, me mode or is he going to be a team guy when it comes to the Clippers?
1: Yeah, because Ty Lue, their coach, will not suffer fools gladly. You act up, he's got to get right, and he will put you right in your spot.
2: What's the song? Act up, you can get smacked up. Uh
1: Uh-huh, exactly. All right, coach. Yeah, James (laughs) Harden better not bleep around and find out because Ty Lou's not that kind of guy that's going to put that kind of nonsense no matter what kind of pedigree you have on the basketball court when it comes to James Harden. Meanwhile, in Freddie and Harry family land at eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six, people want to weigh in. What's the one thing you're surprised you got away with? For example, a certain person, with I main name, is Freddie Coleman, almost started a fire in his dorm room because he broke up with somebody. And I thought we had an incinerator. We really don't. Burned her pictures, threw it down the trash chute, and the fire department had to be called. Excuse me? <laughs> I'm not making that up. What? Not making that up. I told my roommate, he goes, What's burning? I says, The incinerator. He goes, We don't have an incinerator in this dorm room. <laughs> next, thing, in this dorm, next thing you know, this fire, the fire department to be called. Nobody ratted me out, by the way. Not a soul was, this, me out.
3: was this Charles Coleman or was this Freddie Coleman? <laughs> no, it wasn't Charles Coleman. That
1: was, <laughs> that was later in Portland, Maine. This was the original, the innovator known as Freddie Coleman, who almost burned, his, burned up his dorm room. Thankfully, that dorm is no longer standing at Master University in Pennsylvania. Harry in South Carolina, what's the one thing you're surprised you got away with? Let us know at 888-729-3776.
4: First of all, man, I just want to say you guys are a dynamic duo together. I listen to y'all going to work every day, and I love it.
3: Appreciate you, my
4: man. I'm you. not proud of what I got away with, but in my 20s and the late 90s, I was a correction officer at a prison. I'll give you the short story. Uh, for a privilege at night, it was the NBA playoffs. I can't remember who was playing, but we let them stay out and look at the TVs and watch the game while um, while it's on Uh, and we were about to count everybody and of course we were counting up everybody and i was a new officer and we kept coming up with the numbers wrong unfortunately i almost caused a riot because we had to lock everybody down to count them properly because we thought somebody was missing needless to say i was the one that was messing up the count and uh i didn't want anybody to know i was sweating bullets like yo these guys are about to act up i'm at a maximum security prison these guys are going to start fighting uh, we got him in the rooms. I, we made up this story. I was like, I don't know. Some other dorm must have messed up or whatever. But it was me that messed up the and got everybody locked down, watching the NBA finals, and they, they didn't even know it, thank goodness. Because I was 150
1: pounds soaking wet six feet. They would have killed me in there. <laughs> oh, things, can, hey. things can get rough in Shawshank. <laughs> the,
2: the, the funny thing is, Harry, is that I know exactly what you're talking about when it comes to that weight class. I'm no longer that size, mm-hmm, but, right. boy, you don't a chance in that, that weight class with them boys and now
1: because what they, they their strength then their strength in the yard yeah, mm-hmm. yes it is yeah when they get that strength in the yard they ret for anything not ready ret for anything no yeah. matter what jumps off as far as that goes wow thank god that didn't get get, get too far ahead say by the bell yeah, yeah. <laughs> ding lights out big james in connecticut what's the one thing you're surprised that you got away with my friend
5: Yeah, man. So, hey, fellas, just want to let y'all know that I love your show, and I listen to you on the way home from work all day, and it makes me unwind listen to
1: y'all. Appreciate you, my friend. Thank you.
5: So, listen, when I was growing up in the projects, man, we used to make up our costumes, and my mother used to work second shift, so I took my little brother out, and we went out there, we painted our face up with the stuff my mother had on her dresser, we did it all, grabbed the pillowcases, went out there, Went trick or treat and came home, fell asleep with the stuff on our face. We woke up in the morning to try to get it off. We got everything off but the stuff on our eyebrows. So we tried (laughs) to scrape it off with the big shaver. And all the eyebrows came off with the big shaver, bro. Oh, oh, no. So my mother looked at us. She beat us. She gave us that butt whipping first. Right. Then she sent us to school. And I had the hat on. And once I got in class, the teacher said, James, you want to move that hat? As soon as the hat came off, man, I looked like Charlie Bennett and Waver, boy. My eyebrows was gone. Oh, wow. They was plucked out. Oh, man, they was gone, man. It took a couple of weeks to get back. I was a laughing stock at school, man, for a long time.
2: Dang. <laughs> but not many people know about them pillowcases, man, to go trick a treating it with. That's true. Hey, man, I used to have them pillowcases to go trick me and my brother were, and my you sister. You were cast with a friendly
1: ghost, weren't you?
2: They little something.
1: Oh, no. Oh, so I'm not telling the truth then? And you're not going to tell it either?
2: What's <laughs> you're not going to say it either? No pillowcases, but you like, can put a lot of kids in no pillowcases. Never mind. James,
1: James <laughs> in Orlando What's the one thing. Oh, you know, James Orlando dropped? Oh, he he, he thought he almost burned the house down. I don't want to hear that story. Oh, Lord. I mean, I almost burned the dorm down, so he's a right amateur compared to me. Freddie, that's hilarious, man. <laughs> Seriously. Beautiful spring day. And some, you know somebody said, what happened to you? That just went life. Just life will happen <laughs> as far as that goes. Just life, and so we break up, and she had this portrait picture that she gave to me. And you know, when you sometimes you break up, things can just go haywire like that. Nerves at the top, nerves afraid, and ripped up the picture, set fire you, to it. You must have been right in your feelings, there. Freddie. Right. Hey, we man. both were. It was it, and when somebody tells you it's an easy
2: breakup. Don't break my heart. Right?
1: Yeah, but yeah, when someone tells you it's such an easy breakup, you know it says that the people who are not getting broken up with. Or not doing the breaking up with. There's no such thing as an easy breakup. I didn't realize all of a sudden I was like a pyromaniac when it comes to my college dorm. Almost blowing that down. Anonymous, last one. What's the one thing you're surprised you got away with, my friend?
6: Okay, so another military story. I was in the military one night. I'm fresh in Virginia. So I decided, you know, I'm hanging out. I don't know anyone. I decided to go to a gentleman's establishment. Go have me a little fun. I might have had one or two beverages, and I might have had a wing that belonged to a chicken in one hand, and I thought did not belong to a chicken in another hand. So, <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed myself. <laughs> <laughs> I am That's my- <laughs> a great
3: description. Carry on.
6: <laughs> I am on my way back home, and right as I get to base, I'm about to pull into my little living quarters, and I'm, again, I had a couple of dope beverages, and I see the little red and blue lights behind me. Now, generally, you know, the military is always involved with adult beverages. You know, I always kept me a little kid in the car. I try and hit me a little mouthwash and turn the heat on, light a Newport and just smoke the car out. So they smell smoke instead of anything else. But, you know, didn't have time. So I had a friend who had an asthma attack one time. So what I decided to do is, well, what do I have to lose at this one? I faked the asthma attack and did my best wheezing impression. And I said, you know, I got one shot at this. I said, sir, I'm having an asthma attack, but I wasn't talking like this. I was wheezing and barely breathing. And I said, you can follow me into the apartment if you want to. And that's taking a chance because if they follow me, then I'm just getting handcuffed. But, you know, I said, sir, I'm right here. I'm right in front of my apartment. You know, I just need to get my asthma medicine and you can get me. I know I was feeding. That's why I was feeding. Ooh, and it
2: worked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. A for effort. A <laughs>
2: A for oh, creativity man. and landed, spot it. and
1: landed the plane. No doubt about that. Oh, that's uh, – I wish he, his name was anonymous now. I would love to know exactly. I'm kind of <laughs> glad that he kept that to himself. That is absolutely tremendous. Dwight in Dallas, what's the one thing, in honor of Halloween, what's the one thing you're surprised that you got away with?
4: All right, man. So this is me. Uh, I called last week talking about Marriott. Listening to Harry talking about all this point yes. and his super status and all of that. <laughs> Yes. But, uh, so I'm from Indianapolis. High school, our weight training coach, Coach Anderson, love him to death now, appreciate everything he did. But back then, man, wasn't didn't really care for him too much. So uh, seniors, we decided to wait until basically every – it was around 6, 7 o'clock. We came back up to the school. We took all the weights out of the weight room and put them on the roof for the school. Came back. That sounds like a lot of work.
1: Wow, that's oh, commitment. Man. Because anyway, anybody who knows this, they've known NFL teams or any kind of football team, you don't just have like the weight set you get at Christmas. No. Total weights of 250 pounds if you're lucky. That's a lot of commitment to put weights on top of the roof. That's a lot of work. Like isn't in, a that in essence words. a workout. Routine within itself, Times carrying two. Them up the stairs. Times yes. two. You got the 45-pound plates, the 35-pound plates, the 25-pound plates, the bars and everything. That's, I, I, that, that's when you you can't stand somebody when you're women that have kind a of
2: work. I have a confession. Oh, this ought to be it, good. And that made me think about it. All right. and the next time we have Julio Jones on, and okay. then the next time when we have Roddy White on, they're going to tell you this. Okay. So I I was underweight when I got drafted, Right. And we used to have to weigh in every Friday, and okay. I had to be a certain weight or my ass was getting fined. Okay, so I was like, "Man, it's just troubling for me to put this weight on." So every time we weighed in on Friday, mm-hmm. I would stuff weights in my in my underwear. What? And then go get on the scale so I could make my weight. And Rod, one day Rod walks in the in the locker room. And he was like, man, what the hell are you doing? Why are you stuffing weights in your pants? I was like, man, I got to go weigh in. I got to make weight, man. So I got, I got away with it my entire career. Hold on a second.
1: Hold on. How much were the weights that you stuffed in, your, in the Douglas area?
2: I only, only need a five pound. Only a five pound.
1: Only five pounds?
2: Yeah, that's it. Where did you put it? In my, so I, had, I made sure I had a girdle on and tights. Okay. Right? So so it wouldn't slide down.
1: I wish you could see it look. So, Christine Lee looked at me and said, "Yeah, I want to wait a minute. How did you? How dare
2: you ask that question? Of <laughs> a girdle and <in> tights. <laughs> yeah, I had both of them. All I mean, of them. Had, yeah, both." All of them. Yeah, had a girdle and tights on. A football girdle and football tights. You got to explain that for those who know doesn't like, Why is yeah, Harry, yeah. why
1: is yeah, Harry wearing girdle. that? <laughs> a football girdle and football tights. Yeah, yeah
6: that sounds real bad. A football girdle. Yeah, <laughs> a hey, football man, girdle. Can fall from the banana the, yeah. What yeah. you mean, man?
1: This, this football tights. This football girdle brought to you by Victoria's Secrets. Hi, I'm Harry Douglas. What <laughs> you, <my> i
2: <skills? laughs> So, man, So every every week after that point, where Rod they, was in the locker room, they used to lie. They told us, so, did you weigh here yet? I was like, man, I'm buying to <laughs> they was like where your little five pound weight at <laughs> that's, I,
1: inquiring minds wanted to know
2: yeah
1: man oh my goodness one last one brian in new jersey brian my friend what's the one thing that you surprised you got away with let us know on freddie and harry at 888-729-3776
6: hot sauce and freddie what's up my brother what's
1: going on brian <laughs>
6: <Hot sauce> <laughs> Freddy. Freddy. <laughs> here we go I'm driving to my daughter's graduation. I got my mother-in-law, my wife, my kids in the car. We're through West Virginia. And you know, you see those signs that say aircraft, speed is monitored by aircraft or whatever. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm doing about a buck. I'm doing about a buck. Next thing you know, I see them them cherries coming in behind me. I pulled over. I told my daughter, baby, you got to go to the bathroom. She was five at the time. No, I don't, Daddy. Yes, you do. <laughs> so we pulled over, <laughs> and the trooper said, "Well, what's she speaking for? Whatever. Whatever. How long? Whatever. Blah blah blah." I tucked her under my arms and ran to the rest station like she was a football. I thought I was Harry in Louisville, and I <laughs> ran to the rest station and, and got out of it.
1: That's good using the kid as a prop yep. to get out of that. Can you imagine the kids, but dad, have to go to the bathroom. Will you be
2: quiet? <laughs> what did I just say? Because there's no telling what they're going to say. Because, you know, them kids uh-huh. innocent. Yeah. Daddy, I told you I don't have to use it.
1: Is that, you ever seen a new progressive commercial?
2: <laughs> step out of the car, sir. Sir, <laughs> exactly. please step out of the car. You, can,
1: you ever <laughs> seen the new progressive commercial when the the two parents, the two mothers out there outside the bus stop and tell me, oh, yeah, you come over anytime? And the daughter goes, that's not what you said. You said they <laughs> yeah. talk too much. <laughs> yeah. I don't say that. And also, they throw the red flag out there and they see them thinking, what kind of child are you to dime out your mother? Mother. At hey. that point, you know, you do that to me as a parent. You're getting sleep for dinner.
2: Them babies don't know better. They innocent. They, <laughs> they, they innocent. Why well, take my kids to go up mountains? Uh, yeah. And I, you know they say under three free. Okay. I told them y'all go stand over there. Let me get these tickets. Yeah, he three.
1: Yeah, and, and, and Prince doesn't say a word, does
2: he? <laughs> uh-uh. it I let my kids go right uh, on. Yeah. The, y'all stand over here. Yeah. Don't come over here till I'm done. <laughs> Good boy. Good
1: girl. <laughs> Will in Georgia. We keep, we keep getting great calls at eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Will in Georgia, what's the one thing that you're surprised you got away with?
0: So, yeah, I'm, I'm doing double duty, handing out candy uh, for everybody. But anyway, so I <laughs> uh, grew up in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, Cub Scouts about fourth or fifth grade. And if, you, if you've ever been in Phoenix, there's mountains in the city, so you can hike up at the top of the mountains. So we were okay. doing a hike, hiked up at the top, and then we looked at each other and said, race you down. And we took off running, and I swear to God, I almost fell off a cliff. Oh, no. Um,
6: You know the the part in Indiana Jones where he falls down a hole and he grabs onto the root and he's kind of pulling it out?
1: Yes. That was me
3: uh, trying to not die. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, man.
1: Wow. How how strong was Will to hold on for, like, literally to avoid grim death? Man. Like that's – your heart has to be racing. My heart's racing now, and I wasn't even there. Boy, that's that's playing with fire there. mm -hmm. Wow. Well, I'm glad you are still here with us (laughs) In, in this public service message. Do not race people down mountains. Those mountains are undefeated. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. You can always save, not just your life, but when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. So do yourself a favor and vi- visit progressive.com. We're getting you ready leading up the game for the World Series involving the Texas Rangers and also the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Rangers have a two to one lead, but could they be in trouble trying to make a three one lead heading into game four tonight? We get you ready for that next. If you keep it here on Freddie and Harry. And this is ESPN Radio and the ESPN app.
0: Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza, better because it has to be.
2: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI –
1: Thanks for joining us. on Freddie and Harry. The Halloween edition presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 and always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We'll get you ready for Game 4 tonight, the World Series, right here on ESPN Radio. All the action between the Texas Range and the the Diamondbacks, 7 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Kevin Wynn will be the pre- and post-game host, and he's going to have our man Doug Glanville in there for studio analysis. And it's great to have Doug Glanville, ESPN Major Baseball Analyst, in our studio. Hit him on Twitter at Doug Glanville. Rangers up two games to one. They win a pitcher's duel last night, three to one. But a Dallas Garcia not in the lineup tonight for the Rangers in this game four. How do they manage that without that stick that has been huge in the middle of their lineup?
7: Well, it's fitting you had the, the track. Uh, mine's playing tricks on me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: yes. I'm sure the Rangers feel that way right now. It's uh, it's tough. You know, this is the time. And he's done nothing but shine bright in this postseason season and you can't replace him but you can add pieces and Travis Jankowski the guys that have come off the bench right. they're familiar with it because they've had time and experience during the season where he was out and they've had a ton of injuries so they know exactly the adjustments they make they're familiar with how how to handle getting a little bit more reps so to speak and you know it's a big spiritual loss for them but you know they have to keep moving they're still t- they're just two games away from being a world champion. so yeah. you know there's no time to you know sit back and just feel sorry for yourself. You just have to get after it.
2: So when it comes to the Rangers, Max Scherzer last night, pitched three innings, got hit with the baseball. How do they manage their bullpen after the Scherzer injury?
7: Well, now they have a bullpen game going. Probably both teams are going to use a whole lot of pitchers today. I call it a Pamplona. (laughs) because it's like the bullpen opens and they're just, you know, so because they're going to see eight pitchers a team. Wow. And the way, you know, the matchups are going to matter. So the way you have to manage it is considering the lineup construction and do you want to get the matchups early or save a guy later? That's the chess match that these managers are going to play a lot. So there's going to be a lot of changes, Mm -hmm. a lot of late pinch hits and, and different moves made. So in that sense, it's fun. Uh, But there's going to be no continuity. Every single second is going to be high leverage situations where you're caring about getting just one out at a time.
1: Doug Lanville, ESPN Major League Baseball analyst in studio, getting us ready for Game 4 of the World Series tonight between the Rangers and Diamondbacks on Freddie and Harry and ESPN radio. Staying right there, Doug, who's in a better position by employing this pample on the game when it comes to using their bullpen? Who's the team that you believe will do that the best tonight in Game 4?
7: Well, it's it's like two pictures, right? The, the Diamondbacks probably have the the better individual pitchers. I mean, they're in terms of the bullpen, their numbers sort of show that, especially the back three. Right. You know, they they go Thompson, they go Ginkle, they go Seawald. You're kind of done, and that's how they've performed in the postseason. But you look at the Rangers. Their their advantage is they have starters that are converted into relievers. Okay. Uh, they have a bunch of them on the roster, so these guys can go three innings, four innings. So if someone goes, you know, an inning or so, and they're like, okay, I can still give you three more. And and they're just like built that way, so it sort of depends if the D backs can get at one of those starters that are supposed to go deep and knock them out. Right, they're going to get into that bullpen sooner, and you're going to put more pressure on the guys that are used to you know going the one inning. And how does that play out? Well, tomorrow you you need these guys, you need these leverage guys because you got game five. Sure. And when that's you know when you're short staffed in, in a critical game. Uh, that's going to create the problem. So not only is it for what they do today, but it's the impact on what they have in their bullpen tomorrow.
2: So, Doug, how, how do you put into context that the Texas Rangers are undefeated on the road during this playoff run?
7: You know, I, there's nothing you could really point to. <clears throat> They've, you, know, you look at the Astros, for example, that they knocked out. They were under 500 at home and dominant on the road, mm-hmm. and that's how that series played out. Um, but, you know, this is a, a highly talented offensive team, top three in most of the major offensive categories average on base percent is slugging. So you, you think a team like that can score early and score quick and just get leads and put up runs. So you're not as intimidated about being on the road and the last at bat because these guys score kind of at will. And that might be just something that they've been able to tap in this postseason.
1: Doug Glanville, ESPN Major League Baseball Analyst and studio on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio, like we mentioned him on Twitter, at Doug Glanville. If you could use a, a word or phrase to describe what you've seen the first three games, what would that word or phrase be and why?
7: Defense, you know, they've, um, nobody's made an error, neither team. Oh, <clears throat> you know, wow. So, <clears throat> so they, you know, you talk about two teams that were, by the way, top three in these categories in all the metrics when you talk about catching the ball. And so it's been impressive to just see. But you talk about clean baseball; they've played, you know, a nice clean game. You know, some base running mistakes, a couple route things, but for the most part, it's really been just like on the offense and the pitchers throwing strikes. Right. And we've seen one game where it was a little bit of a blowout late, and he saw some close games, and that's what's been fun. You are seeing a lot of diversity of uh, how these teams can score runs and how they can win ball games.
2: So Texas in the last five games, they're four and and one. Corey Seager in those five games, six RBIs, three home runs. Why is he so dynamic for this Rangers baseball team?
7: He's so aggressive, and and he's always been a great player, and you know he already has a, a championship MVP award as it is. But the way Seager is so aggressive in that first pitch, he's had 14 home runs this year, including the postseason, on the first pitch. I mean, he hunts. And the thing that's crazy about Corey Seager is I'm sitting there half the time like, was he looking for that pitch? Because it's not like they're just <laughs> giving him fastball. Right. Change up. First pitch, changeup, Home run. Splitter. Home run. So he sits on everything. And if it's in the zone, he's absolutely destroying it. And even then, you think he's like a free swinger, but then he walked five times against the Orioles in one game. So that guy is off the charts. And when I looked at, you know, I used to, you know, studying for the games for radio. Mm-hmm. I would look at it. A opponent or a player's batting average and slugging percentage against certain pitches. That's the only guy I can remember this year that was hitting 300 and over 500 slug on every single pitch. I, mean, I was going nine pitches deep. The only pitch he wasn't was a forkball and he was 0 for 1. He only had one at bat. Everything else was like 700 slug. So this guy hits everything in the zone no matter what you throw
1: him. How do the Diamondbacks bounce back to make this a 2-2 series? Well, they're
7: home, you know, and it's always nice to get the quick strike, score early. They have to find their game, which is that base running pressure. Get on base, put the ball in play, create havoc, first to third. They have to do that because that's what turned things around against the Phillies. Their pitching caught up and the fact that they made adjustments to figure out how the Phillies were neutralizing their running game by holding the ball and changing timing. They figured that out game six and seven. Then they rattled off four stolen bases. So they need that in their game. They'll hit the occasional home run, but they can't rely on it. And and it's something that doesn't necessarily slump. As long as you can find ways to get on base, you can create havoc with your legs.
1: Always a pleasure, Doug Glanville, man. By the way, he's going to be part of the coverage pre- and post-game throughout the game tonight with Kevin Winter. Part of Game for the World Series, and ESPN Radio. Does a great job at ESPN Major League Baseball Analyst. I'll hit him on Twitter at Doug Glanville. Appreciate you, brother. Enjoy the game tonight as well. All
7: right, Freddie. H. Sounds Thank great. you.
1: Thank you so much. By the way, the World Series, all over the place, on ESPN Radio. Every pitch, every at-bat, every out, every run tonight between the Rangers and Diamondbacks. That coverage begins at the 7 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. With the man dressing up as Bane for Halloween tonight, known as Harry Douglas, I'm Freddie Coleman, thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry. And other news equals the worst haunted house in the history of haunted houses. And it's really appropriate for Halloween. Keep it here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. He's Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together in the Halloween edition of Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app. See it's XM Channel 80 and always tell that smart speaker of yours to play ESPN radio. In case you missed it. If you've been on the rocks since 8 o'clock this morning, it's understandable. If you missed this news, James Harden now no longer a Philadelphia 76 player, part of a blockbuster trade on his way to the Los Angeles Clippers to be in his hometown where he grew up in the city of Los Angeles. Meanwhile, in the NFL, Harry, the Chiefs did not add a wideout. That's not to say they didn't try but the NFL trading deadline that ended at 4 o'clock Eastern time. But how about the San Francisco 49ers? They want to help out their defense. They've been bullied around the last couple of games. They get Chase Young from the Washington Commanders for a third-round pick.
2: Yeah, I thought it was a great move by them. The last few weeks, you see teams chipping, banging Nick Bosa. What does that mean? Uh, Vividly in the Vikings game, you had TJ Hawkinson banging, you know, Nick Bosa before he goes out in this route and then now the tackle, but that's a huge advantage to the offensive players and the offensive scheme. So you bring over Chase Young, a guy that played with Nick Bosa at Ohio State University, another guy that can win one-on-one and they're banking on him going to get the quarterback early and often now that he's over in San Francisco in the Bay area now. And I'm looking forward to seeing if he can, you know, Mm -hmm. live up to the second pick overall during the draft that he was taking in and, and, and earn a big contract next season.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. In the final year of that rookie contract that he signed the Washington Commanders and you're the San Francisco 49ers, you're banking on with this bye week. You get him acclimated to your defense. You're hoping to get Trent Williams, your outstanding left tackle, and Debo Sam, your outstanding wide receiver back right after the bye. Then all of a sudden you're going to flush that three-game losing streak, put that in your rearview mirror because they made this move today to deal with a team called the Philadelphia Philadelphia Eagles. With their offensive line, the way they can move the football and run the football, they know they're going to see that a little bit more and Hurts and that left knee injury that he suffered, and he's playing through it against the Dallas Cowboys this weekend. They made this move to make sure their defense would not get bullied around anymore.
2: And I would say this, looking at their schedule after the bye, it's not going to get easy, right? Nope. They have Jacksonville. they got to go to Jacksonville. A
1: physical team.
2: They have Tampa. I'm not worried about them. But yeah. they have Seattle, Philly, mm-hmm. and then Seattle again. Ooh. So that's four out of the five games that you really, really, really need to win and make some noise, uh, have things in a positive direction for your team Or we're having another conversation about the San Francisco 49ers.
1: Because you look at that schedule that you just mentioned, every team not named Tampa Bay is going to be physical and they're going to run the football and they're going to play very, very physical defense. So, yeah, getting a chase Young to help that out. Make sure your, secretary, your secondary scoop is not compromised anymore. And then you hope offensively you can get two dudes you really need back, your left tackle and your best offensive player, and get those guys back sooner than later when it comes to San Francisco. Each and every night, if you miss on anything that could be sportsworthy or not sportsworthy, we make sure you're caught up. How do we do that? Like this. They may not be the top stories of the day.
3: In other news.
1: But you need to be in the know. This is In Other News. Worst haunted house ever happening in Michigan, according to an Airbnb listening listening, excuse me, the Castle House has an incredible historic home that's bursting with charm. But according to a group of eight women who rented this year, the place is like a horror movie, complete with bats. A brand new lawsuit filed money against both Airbnb and the home's owners. The plaintiffs say they suffered a sleepless, scream filled night of terror because the house was completely infested with bats and they were there at the end of July for their 50th high school reunion.
2: That is horrible. So the place was full of bats?
1: They said a few nights in, all hell broke loose. They say the two women claimed that they were attempting to go to sleep in the room inside the turret. They spot a dark shape flying around the bedroom. They ran and shot the door behind them, sealing the crack underneath the door blanket so that the lone bat or so they thought couldn't escape. They were consumed with more bats in the hall and stairwell. They went back to their bedrooms. They tried to block the door cracks with towels, pillows, and other materials. But the bats found their way in through gaps in the baseboard and the walls.
2: Oh, no. We need that, no. We need that money. <laughs> yes, exactly. Loss, we, we need that money. Yes.
1: The Michigan brown bats, by the way, I don't know if that makes a difference to me. A bat's a bat. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to see it.
2: Brown, black.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: If they have orange ones, I don't, a bat is a bat. You're right. We ain't talking about a baseball bats.
1: No, either. That baseball bat would have been a lot better. But one woman said through their attorney, "This is every winter's worst nightmare. What was supposed to be a fun vacation turned into a house of horror for my clients. No one expects to be attacked by a horde of bats."
2: No, that's 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 inexcusable.
1: No doubt. Mm-hmm.
2: That, that's right. terrible. Yeah, no doubt about that.
1: Let's clean this up a little bit. We see the the ground now to Devin Kane, one of our Giants fans who works behind the scenes our producers. Apparently, the nightmare is not going to be over for the New York Giants, no matter Daniel Jones coming back to play quarterback. What is the latest Devin Kane involving your New York Football Giants? Do I have to? Yeah, you kind of do. All right,
3: (laughs) I'm in a group chat with a bunch of my boys. They're all Giants fans. One of my friends, LJ, he sent he sent us this. Yeah, it's a spirit Halloween costume. Okay, the costume is a gentleman wearing a trash can. Oh boy. The costume title is New York Giants football fan. Ooh. Includes home and away trash cans. Home and away? Home and away. What do they look like? Trash cans.
1: Are they a different color?
3: That's what I'm white and a blue one.
1: White that's and a blue.
3: I know they're trash cans. They look like trash cans, Freddie. What do you want me to say? I don't know. I didn't know if they. You said home and away. So they got a I'm white, a blue, and an alternate red.
2: That's what I wanted to know. It, so includes, I mean, it also includes a little bit of depression. So let me ask you this, though, Devin. What is that insinuating? Well, we're hurt. I'm hurt, dog. <laughs> Don't ask him if he's okay, Harry. <laughs> we
3: made the playoffs last year and we're two and six. How am I supposed to feel? Well at least you get Daniel Jones coming back. That's right. That's, that's true. We signed Matt Barkley today too. Oh, you hey you called for that, by the way. One of you guys
1: called was a Shannon Penn? You called for somebody to sign Matt Barkley and it should be a guy who used to play in that offense under Brian Dable yep. at the Buffalo Bills. Matt
4: Barkley's one of those guys for me. I'm just waiting for him to figure it out. Like he's,
1: wow,
3: it's still it's still some time, man. man. Are we excited about Matt? Still Barkley, some time, man. Yeah. Matter Day
1: back <laughs> in high school. You'd be better with with having true freshman be, USC. You'd be better having Charles Barkley. As your still waiting for Matt, Matt Barkley. Barkley. Put
2: it all together, brother. De- brother Dave, yes. Ha- have you been at like the last two weeks or so? Have you been saving up? Saving up for what? Saving up for what? You losing the bet. Oh, it's a long oh, season.
3: Yeah. I'm, I'm not giving up hope yet. Okay. Giants play the Raiders. Giants play the Raiders next week. Which is gonna, it's a big one. It's a big <laughs> one, Harry. Oh yes, it is. As
1: bad as we thought, Giants Jets were were on Sunday. That may top that for bad football. Money, so the Giants. It's a big
2: game, Dev. How big is it?
1: You draft. said it's a big one. Yeah, for draft positioning? Yeah, it's real big.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Even
1: Devin's not convinced. He, he's trying to convince himself. Even he's not convinced that after the John's playing the Los Angeles Raiders. Real big. Jumbo big? Jumbo? <laughs> like jumbo shrimp big? That's what you're trying Whoa, to Whoa! Huge! <laughs> oh, my goodness. We just a completely lo- completely honest. I love I
2: love this show. I love it. No,
1: no doubt about this. So do I. I especially when so far today I can't even begin to discuss how many different things we got into there were and we're not sports related. <laughs> by the way, happy trick or treating to you and your kids. By the way, that's going to be Pre- a lot of fun. Appreciate
2: it, man. Yeah. Like they, they're trying to hurry up and eat their food. I had to tell them just now. If you don't eat all your food, uh-huh. we're not going outside.
1: Yeah. Your daughter Harrison so, was so she don't sick eat or, your yeah. food.
2: Don't eat your food fast and just leave you know stuff on the plate because we're not going outside if you don't eat all of
1: it. Well, your daughter Harrison is sick of this show. She goes, "When are we leaving?
2: What did she say to you? Yeah, she hasn't said it like three times. Like how much longer? My <laughs> gosh." <laughs> I'm looking at her like, I do this every day. It's no different. What are you talking about? The
1: difference is she got her cheerleader outfit. She's ready to go into the neighborhood and get some candy. And right now you're infringing on her social contract time. That's what you're doing. Enjoy. They
2: they can't eat it. My wife said they can't have no candy. So they just go on trick-or-treating just to have it.
1: Don't tell them that it just ruined everything
2: <laughs> enjoy
1: trick-or-treating brother will see you tomorrow okay all
2: right
1: for Freddie harry dougs and Freddie Coleman, this has been freddy harry and the mighty espn radio take care god bless as always keep cool rangers and diamondbacks game four coming up with kevin winter and doug landville thanks for listening to the Freddie and harry podcast on espn radio you can also listen to Freddie and harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 eastern on espn radio the espn app and on sirius xm channel 80 you can also watch and listen on the espn app The Freddie and Harry Podcast.